0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Uh, by God's grace, uh, we're planning that during uh, the revival of St. Mary this year, that we are going to tackle uh, the topic of uh, the fear of God. Uh, we have uh, felt uh, in the past, in our previous meetings, as and the clergy of the church here and, and our discussion and also just observing the things that are happening around us in the church, whether locally or even universally in the church, uh, we felt that uh, uh, maybe the the key reason uh, behind uh what is happening in, in these days, and if we, if we are to look at this as, as a weakness in general, in the, uh, in the general behavior of a Christian person, regardless, but whether we're talking about a youth, a young person, whether we're talking about an older person, whether we're talking about people that are even married, within marriage, uh, people that even uh, have taken a vow of celibacy, and uh, we all have heard about the news and what had happened in uh, one of the monasteries in egypt so w- we feel that the key reason behind uh, this general feel of lukewarmness uh, or weakness that we are seeing in the church it is because that uh, the concept of the fear of god has escaped uh, our mind uh, especially that uh, there had there had been a movement uh, in Christianity in general uh, in the past couple of hundred years or so this is ma- mainly coming with the uh, uh, protestant movement and the spread of the protestant movement and uh, Uh, Emphasizing Mostly On God's mercy And God's love On God's compassion On God's acceptance Of everyone Uh, And this is Even now becoming More and uh, more Increasing As not only something That uh, uh, It's a movement happening within uh, The church or at least one of the denominations of the church, but also with uh, uh, with how the world in general, as and specifically our society here, the American society, how it is becoming more and more uh, liberal and uh, pushing towards the accepting of everyone, and not just accepting of everyone, but even accepting everything. Okay. Accepting everyone, we're cool with that. Okay, no problem. Yes, we do accept everyone. Okay, but accept everyone, true. Accept everyone as is, sure. But to accept everything, as in to accept sp- certain behavior and and say that this is uh, correct, and, and in a sense, twisting uh, or flipping uh, things around and. Uh, Now we live in a society where pretty much uh, everything is correct except the correct thing. So everything is correct and everything is accepted except the correct thing. The correct thing is the one thing that is not to be accepted. And uh, I'm not sure if you've heard or or not that there was uh, uh, some banner or billboard that was... uh, very recently i'm not sure if it was near the americana or something like this here in southern california that was talking about the harvest it's speaking about the uh, the harvest you know festival and it had a picture of a pastor holding a bible and people complain because they don't want to see the industry they don't want to see a pastor holding a bible The, the image of somebody holding a Bible isn't uh, very acceptable okay whereas if this was a billboard uh, or a sign in the street of of hercules <laughs> holding hold, holding up a sword or somebody holding like whatever it would have completely just you know slid by no problem but somebody hold bible in the street a picture of that that is very offensive because because again as i said everything is acceptable or is accepted uh, and, and could pass as correct or valid except the one correct or valid thing that is the one thing that will offend people people will not. So this movement taking place in the society, this movement even being uh, influencing uh, the church and again because keep in mind that the, the, the Protestant church broke off of the Catholic church which for a period of time very heavily emphasizing uh, or pushing or pointing at the uh, God's judgment, God's wrath that will come upon the sinners, that God is fearful and is to be feared. So because they kept focusing so much into that element. So when the Protestant movement came out of that, so they said, okay, let's Put that all together and the side and let's just focus on God's love and God's compassion. Now, the reality is that God's love, the love of God, and the fear of God, the love of God and the fear of God are likened to the two shores of a river. In order for you to have a river flowing, you must have two shores, right? As you can see, this shore. And that shore. If you are to miss one of the two shores, then that wouldn't be a river anymore, right? Then the river would spill out. I don't even know if that's proper to say, but but then th- there would be no no flow of water, right? Because it would it would cease it would cease to exist, right? The water would just go in, into all directions. And the two of them, right? The more parallel they are. And the two of them, the more they are following pretty much the same path when one turns, the other turn into the same direction, not the opposite direction, right? The more this is taking place, the more the the, the, the flow of the river or the stream of the river will t- will be smooth, right? And the, and the current of it will be consistent, right? If it gets widened or if it's one goes into this direction, the other goes into this direction, Things things are gonna happen. So this is exactly like God's love and God's fear, and the two have to go in a little bit, and they have to go in parallel uh, with one another. Now let me just ask a very simple question. I since we're gonna be talking about the fear of God, what is the fear of God? Define what is the fear of God. Yes. The fear of not being, in his presence. not being or the fear of being. The fear, what is the fear of God? The fear of not being in his presence? Elaborate. Like, what do you mean? Um, in, in our in church, the fear of God is explained that we're not supposed to be afraid of him because he loves us. But we're supposed to be afraid of him turning his face from us. Or us turning our face from him. Okay. That's what we should fear the fear the fear of god as the fear the fear of missing his presence or or him forsaking us okay or or, or turning his or, or us turning away from okay okay somebody else can 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 give me another idea what is the fear of god define what is the fear of god yes It is wisdom that which is distinguished from manly fear which paralyzes this fear compels us to repent and to do good. Okay. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God the verse says that bible says that the fear of the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God and the fear of God is what leads us to repent. To, to repent, okay? Somebody else wants uh, all the answers that are being said are is all perfectly correct. But but we wanna elaborate more want to get hear more from you guys what is defined for me the fear the fear of God even if you wanna define it in an example, not necessarily a word okay okay here's what i here's what i uh i think here's what I think of it okay uh The fear of God, I will define it in a couple of different ways. Number one, I will define it as the fear of God as in the understanding of his nature, as the understanding of his nature, realizing who he is. What does the Bible say about God? Our God is consuming fire right and in the bible old testament new testament you've got ezekiel you've got daniel you've got isaiah you've got all these prophets in the old testament when they came to to be in his presence in the presence of god isaiah say woe to me for i am a sinful man i'm a man of unclean unclean lips and i dwell among people that are sinful, and Isaiah immediately, w- when he saw this, he felt that he is, he's in, in front of something so so great beyond what he as as a human being can can comprehend or take. Same thing in the New Testament, you've got the example of John, the beloved, right, uh, the disciple, when the uh, when he was in Patmos and he came to see the revelation, and when he saw himself standing in front of God, he fell on his face. Immediately he fell in his face because when he came to realize that he is an, in, in, an, in, a, in the presence of God who is a consuming fire, he felt so unworthy. Right. A lot of times we're lacking the full understanding or we're lacking that we're lacking the fear of God in our life, because God in His love, He hides His nature from us. God hides Himself, His nature, okay, His, His, His power, His divinity. His the the his manifestation, the full manifestation of his divinity, he's hiding that from us, because he knows that we, as human being, we are unable to bear it. I remember one time, uh, Father Athanasius in Maeri, he was visiting us, and he's a g- great scholar in uh, liturgy. This man, he wrote so many books about liturgy and uh, uh, whenever Father Athanasius al Mary came here in the church in the past to pray, he would have a certain posture as he is standing in the liturgy. And that posture would not even like shake at all, the whole entire liturgy. At the time when it would be his turn to go pray, he would walk to the altar. He would stand like this and pray. And after he finishes his part, he would go back and then he will return back to that same exact posture. So one time he prayed with us here. And then after it was done, I, I said, Abuna, do you mind sitting with our deacons? We we have like a, de- a group of deacons that sit here, you know, that, that every Sunday after the Do you want mind sitting with them and giving them some word of wisdom? So what I want to sit with the deacons and I want because I was so interested to see what is he going to tell them. And this is exactly what Abuna said. And when I said, I attended the liturgy today and I was really impressed by how the deacons here, they sung all the hymns very nicely. And I was very, very happy with that. He said, but I noticed that you're moving too much. He noticed that our deacons are moving too much. He didn't want to comment about me. I <laughs> but he said just the deacon. I think he was sort of like directing the words to me as well. Says, I noticed that you're moving too much. And then he paused for a second. And then he said, "Is it because God God is hiding His glory from you? You come and you attend the liturgy, and all you look." on the top on the altar you see the the plate right the pattern and you see just an urbana the way you look at it visually look at it looks just like an urbana like like a bread a loaf of bread okay so is it because god is hiding his glory from you is that why you don't fear him do you not know that if god is to reveal himself that you would all hide underneath the benches And that word stuck with me. The fear of God is the understanding or at least the attempt of understanding who God is. When you know who God is, really is, I'm sorry to tell you, but you will have no option. But to fear him as in this who is so great and so awesome beyond our comprehension. You guys ever been to court before? Okay, I've been to court tickets. You guys never got tickets like anything like this? Okay, well, I've been to court many times before. I'm not sure if, if you guys have this experience or not, but then but then right when you walk into the court, they ask you you have to silence your phones. You know, don't put them even vibrate. Just make sure that you turn your phones off and everything. And then I I walked into the court, and then like I'm I'm sitting there, and then there's a guy right next to me, and then this is what I keep hearing: boom, 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 and then. This guy is not turning his phone. What is this weird buzzer that he has? turns out that it's his heart beating, okay? And then I looked at him. I didn't know why he said, why, why is he so like... And then right when the judge walked in and the judge had his rope, you know, the, 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 the black thing on, I started hearing my heart two-pounding the same thing, right? And all this is what, for just a ticket? You know, that it's going to get this mister, I'm going to end up paying a few hundred dollars and... And, and that's it, you know, but the other reason that compels us to fear in God is that he is the only one that will judge us. Now, in traffic court, you can always ask for a reschedule of your trial and you can try to contend your ticket and this and and argue it and all of this and then at the end of it if if they say that you have no option but you gotta deal with the ticket you can go through traffic school or you can uh, if you don't have money you can go and do some community service there are some ways around the system there right well the thing is when you stand before god the judge on the judgment day right there's going to be no second trials (laughs) There's going to be no community service that can be done. There's going to be no traffic school or life school or whatever that you want to call it that can dismiss your case, right? So you are standing. When We speak about fearing God. We fear him because of who he is, understanding who he is. And we fear God because of, and I'm just going to say it as bluntly as this of what he can do and what he can do justly not what he can do because he wants to do it but what he can do justly now this is not my words by the way if somebody thinks that i'm being too harsh it's not my words jesus himself he said do not fear those who kill the body the flesh but fear so he's giving us a commandment to a to fear fear who ba? who he who after killing the flesh she's so got authority over that right can also put the soul into hellfire right so judgment so I fear God also so, so the fear of God is the understanding of who he is understanding that he is the one that will judge me justly. And the other thing. Few years ago, there is a, a priest that comes every once in a while, you know, to visit from Egypt. And this Abuna is known. He is an abuna that will look at you and he will tell you what's going on in your mind. And I've heard many things about this abuna in the past. Never believed it because I never really experienced it. I know that people used to go to this church. Uh, he serves in a certain area. And... And people with demon possessed, people that are sick, Abuna would pray for them and people would be healed. I've heard all of these stories, but I've never seen that Abuna experience him myself. And then one evening, uh, Ambassador Abyun was here in the church. He was, I think, doing uh, a, a board meeting for the church, our church board. And then Abuna heard that Ambassador Abyun is here. So he decided that he's going to come to just say hello to say, OK, so I'm sitting in the conference room, which has a window that looks at the parking lot and I'm sitting uh, the board meeting is taking place, right? And I'm just looking out of the window, you know, being bored, whatever. So and then <laughs> and then I see that Abuna walking and I'm like in my mind, oh, this must be Abuna so and so that I have heard of okay. now. Right before I had come to church to the board meeting, I was involved in a family uh, problem with one of the families here in the church. And there was so much details related to this problem and I was stuck. I had no idea how to deal with it. I was still pretty new to the service and experience until now. I get stuck all the time. But then, you know, I just said, okay, I I said, excuse me, Sayyidna, Abuna so is outside. Let me just go and open the other him. So I walk out and then I find Abuna. I I open for him Abuna Bishu's office. Uh, I I asked him if he wants to come and sit with us. And he says, no, no, this is a board meeting. This is private. I'll I'll wait until you finish. I said, okay, I open for him Abuna Bishu's office. I sat him down. I got him a can of Coca-Cola, right, and a bottle of water. And then I figured not to just leave Abuna right away. At least sit with him like a minute or so. So I just sat down in front of him. And then I told him, Abuna, my name is is Abuna Anthony. Please pray for me. Then that Abuna, he looks straight at me and he says, Abuna, that problem that you're dealing with, the only way to fix it is, and then he started me, give, started giving me details as if he had been sitting with me in that visit that I had just came from. And it was like very specific detail like these, are, these aren't things that could be guessed, right? Right when a Buddha started talking to me and sharing this stuff with me, I immediately, I was terrified. I wasn't terrified because he gave me the solutions, but I was terrified that this man is able to look at me and pull out what's in my brain. And of course, my brain has a lot of uh, no good things in there, okay? (laughs) So like, okay, this man is looking at me and he's reading my thoughts, you know? And then right when he says this, then immediately, you know, some thoughts started crossing my head. You know, like we always get thoughts, you know, doubts from the devil, right? Like, oh, this man must be like a wizard or something. Or <laughs> or maybe he's contracted with like devils that, that tell him news. You know, like all these bad thoughts started coming into my head. I'm like, I'm like, I can not be thinking this way because he's he probably is reading, he's reading everything that's going on my mind right now. Gotta get out of here. I'm like, I won't pray for me. Okay, I gotta go back to the meeting. And I just pulled myself out and I went straight to the meeting, right? Why? Because I felt that I was exposed. I felt that I was I was completely exposed, right? When it says that God searches your heart and your reins. That in itself should make you afraid. That should make you afraid. I fear God. I fear God because God, how am I going to give an answer? If you said that I'm, I'm going to have to give an answer for everything, how am I going to give an answer to all these things? These things, I can do a very good job hiring it from my congregation, from my family, from my wife. Even from my father confession, I can do a very good job hiding all these things, but I cannot hide a thing from you because you search my heart and you search, you know, my heart and you search my reins, you know, the deepest thoughts that that, that are in me. So I fear God because of how awesome he is. I fear God because. Of His judgment and of what He can do, and I fear God because of what He knows, what He knows about me. Now, does this mean that I walk around afraid of God? No but it means that i may start i must start with the fear of god and upon the fear of god i will build build love upon the fear of god i will build the love i'll give you an example uh, well nowadays people don't really fear upon anymore but used used long, long ago people used to fear Abuna, okay so let's put a on the side. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the same example of the judge, right? Or the police officer even. Okay, you guys all afraid of that, right? Especially the, the ones in on motorcycles, right? The highway patrol. So let's speak about that. Have you guys seen that video that they pass around with the little duck that they try to make the police officers laugh? right? It's one of the trainings that they have to go through, right? A police officer shouldn't laugh. (laughs) Because when he laughs, people won't take him serious. Maybe that's why people don't take me serious now because they laugh too much. But anyways, so they have like a little 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 squeaky rubber ducks, right? Where they have like the police officers lined up. And then they keep squeaking the duck in front of their face trying to get them to laugh, right? And the whole point is, you can't laugh, you got to be serious, right? So, with that being said, if a police officer is in his suit, right, and he is in service, his kid isn't going to go and sit on his lap and he's not going to tickle him. is not going to do all these things, right, because he's in his suit. But when the police officer is in his pyjama, <laughs> right, it's, it's a completely different story. The kid is going to jump on top of him and he's going to laugh with him. He's going to do all all these things. He's going to tickle him. As we're growing up in our spiritual life, the fear of God must be established first. Must be established first and upon it love is going to be built. Love that is not built on fear will fail when it gets tested so let me elaborate a father who knows how to only love and spoil and can never be taken serious by his kids a father who is not taken serious, is never taken serious by his kids, no matter how much his kids love him, because they don't fear him, they will mess up. Let me say that again. Okay. A father who knows how to only spoil, right? And the kid, because the dad is spoiling them, pampering them all the time, they're always tickling him. They're always joking with him. And they're never, ever taking him serious. Even when he's trying to discipline them, they're not taking him serious. What's going to happen to these kids? Okay. And by the way, likewise, the opposite is true. Right? If a father is only harsh, is never loving, is at all times mad, at all times disciplining, right, is going to push the kids the other direction as well. What is the proper relationship between a kid and his dad? I love Baba, and I joke with him, and I will laugh with him. But oh, when Baba is mad, I will. مش بقى يعني وتبقى كل واحد بقى و. I will run to my room. I will wet myself. I will whatever. (laughs) It's okay. But when Baba is mad. Baba is mad. (laughs) Okay. And when Baba gives me that look. I can't. Okay. So yes. I love him so much. And I can joke with him. And I can laugh with him. And I know that he loves me so much. But at the same time. I cannot get him upset. I cannot make him upset why because he's baba much stronger much mightier much you know taller much you know more powerful much everything than me right knowing who god is because number two i can't hide anything from him i can't lie to him because he already knows everything he'll look into my eyes and realize that i did a big and then i'm trying to cover it up right so he knows this right So because he knows me. And number three, because oh, I know what he can do. (laughs) He'll pull away the car keys, he'll pull away the phone, he'll pull away whatever it is that he's going to do. I know what he can do. And that's why I have to stay in his good side. Because I fear him, but also because I love him. Because I fear him and because I love him. I hope that by this, I give a little bit of an introduction about what is the fear of God, the concept of fear of God, uh, why do we fear God, or what is the fear, what it is, hopefully by God's grace in the next few days, uh, we'll be elaborating more in in that topic and uh, and speaking about uh, how this is manifested in our worship. And in the church how uh, is this going to uh, relate uh, to the commandment to the bible uh, how does this uh, relate to our relationship with one another so god's willing will cover all these things in the uh, next few days glory be to god forever and